healthy, fit and strong for the rest of your life. <laughs> How do you turn your body into a disease and virus fighting machine? How do you make sure that you don't get sick? And we live in a world right now where disease and virus uh, is literally taken over the world. We have a worldwide medical pandemic when it comes to sickness and disease. And if you have a look at the big ones like coronary heart disease, type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular, cardiovascular disease, there's a big mouthful, uh, osteoporosis, bone thinning disease, uh, then there's the mental health challenges like depression and then uh, Alzheimer's dementia as you get older, supposedly you have to accept the fact that your brain's going to rot away. Uh, then there's the big one which is cancer, which is your body just breaks down and can't fight anything. Uh, and most of those diseases are now controlling the world. They're filling up the hospitals. Most of our hospitals are filled up. If you talk to the top medical professionals, will share with us that, that, that our hospital beds are being filled up with people who don't ne really need to be there. Uh, they're lifestyle diseases. So literally coronary heart disease, type 2 diabetes and cardiovascular disease, apparently, according to the medical profession, professionals, there's that word again, we're giving those diseases to ourselves by mouth and by inactivity, by lifestyle. So can you turn your body into a disease and virus fighting machine? Can you turn your body into an injury fighting machine so that you don't get sick, you don't get injured? If a disease or virus attacks you, can you have a really strong immune system so that your body can fight? Uh, and that's what your immune system's for. So whether it's a, a bug that you pick up in food, and I always have a giggle about this one because if, if this has ever happened to you where you've put some kind of, uh, you've picked up a germ or bug in your food, and within minutes, if you've got a good immune system, you'll either be vomiting or going to the bathroom doing number twos or both. Ha <laughs> ha! Which is, I love that when that happens. Not that I love getting bugs in my food, but it, the quicker you can get that stuff out of there, the better. And that's what your immune system does. It says, okay, I've got this germ, this bug, this yuck, I've got to get it out, and it gets it out really quickly. Uh, when we then talk about viruses and germs and bugs in the world, Everywhere we go, everything we touch, every person we come in contact with is breathing on us. We're touching things, other things, people with dirty things on their hands have touched where we touch. And the world is full of germs and bugs and diseases. And isn't it awesome that our body can fight them? We have the ability to fight if we are, guess what? Yeah, healthy and fit and strong. So that's always my question. If you are the healthiest that you can possibly be, so every part of your body is working really well. It's in top peak physical condition. If you're as fit as you can possibly be, so all of the systems in your body are working together to make sure that, yes, your immune system's strong so you can fight diseases, but your cardiovascular and respiratory system are really strong so you can get vitamins and minerals and phytochemicals around your body really quickly into the right places. If you've got strong bones, it also means you've got a strong immune system because your immune system is built inside your bones. So if you've got strong skeleton, strong muscles, muscles pulling on that strong skeleton, you've got strong immune system, strong skeletal system, strong muscular system, and the beautiful thing about a strong muscular system, strong muscles, woohoo, is that you have a fast metabolism, which is another thing that happens if you get, you pick up a germ or a bug, if you've got a faster metabolism, your body can hook that out of there really quickly. So 
if your entire body's working together, is it possible that whatever germ bug or virus comes into your body, you can fight it? The other two systems that I find that are A, fascinating, but for me, awesome about the human body is your central nervous system, which is the electrical system, which fires up everything to get things done quickly. And then your hormonal system, your endocrine system, which is that system that produces the chemicals that we need to fight or flight, to fight germs, bugs, viruses, diseases, to fight stress, to fight a challenge, to overcome a challenge and or run away from it. So if you need to sprint the hell and get out of there really fast, your body's hormonal system will produce epinephrine, adrenaline, cortisol so that you can sprint if you need to, but also you can turn and fight physically so that if you have to overcome a challenge, you can fight it, you can kick it, you can punch it, you can beat it, and that also goes for mental challenges. So all of that comes together beautifully if you're healthy, if you're fit, and if you're strong. The reverse of that, if you're unhealthy, if you're unfit, and if you're really weak, what hope has your body, what chance has your body got to fight any of those things? Now, all of these things that I've got in front of me here are really important when it comes to fighting germs, germs bugs, viruses, and diseases. But the biggest one of all that we are, you'll often hear a fair bit about it. Uh, But here's a great question. What would we do without the sun? And if you live on planet Earth, there's nothing that would happen. We would all be dead without the sun. The sun is the ultimate provider of energy. For the human body and for the immune system, you'll often hear about vitamin D. And yes, that's called the happy vitamin, and it's called the sunny vitamin, and it's the vitamin that is produced, your body can produce vitamin D all by itself when you get the right amount of sunshine. Now, like everything else, if you don't, if you don't get enough, you'll be sick, and if you get too much, you'll be sick. If you get a bad sunburn, that's not very nice either. So obviously it's really important to get sunshine so that your body can produce vitamin D. Vitamin D being the biggest component for your immune system to be able to fight germs, bugs, viruses, and diseases. Now there's a big challenge there. And if you talk about being healthy, fit, and strong, the other thing that comes with healthy, fit, and strong is being lean, having a low body fat percentage, not having much extra fat on your body. And the challenge with extra fat, being overweight or being obese, and now we've got morbid obesity, is that vitamin D is a fat-soluble vitamin. So your, your fat in your body is where the vitamin D gets converted. And unfortunately, if you've got too much fat on your body, it's like a sponge where the the fat sucks up the vitamin D and doesn't allow it to get into your bloodstream, doesn't allow it to get to your immune system. So that's one of the reasons why if you're overweight, if you become obese, that you are now susceptible to all of those horrible diseases like coronary heart disease, type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular disease, and you'll pick up germs, bugs, and viruses, and they will attack your body, A, much easily, much more easily. You'll have less ability to fight them because your immune system's broken and weak. But that powerful vitamin D can't work because you've got too much fat on your body. So could that be a great place to start? If you want to be the person that doesn't get sick, and if you are attacked by a germ bug or a virus or a disease, your body's got the ability to fight it, 
uh, get rid of it really quickly. And if you've got a strong immune system for a lot of the, the viruses now, if you've got a really strong immune system, you can fight that thing now, but it'll never come back because your body builds up an immunity as we know. It's like when you're a kid and you've got chicken pox, for example, you never get them again because your body has now built up a natural immunity to a germ, a bug, a virus, or a disease. It Doesn't that sound awesome? Let me turn my body into a natural immunity disease fighting machine. Boom. So be healthy, be fit, and be strong. If you are the healthiest you could be, the fittest you could be, the strongest you could be, is it possible that it's you'll have very little chance of getting sick and a very big chance of staying healthy and fighting anything that attacks you. Now, there's some other really cool things to do, of course. So how do I get really healthy? How do I get really fit? How do I get really strong? The big one about getting fit is you've got to get puffed. We often talk about exercise, you know, let's go for a walk for an hour or let's do a plod jog for half an hour or let's go do a class of 45 minutes. The challenge with any of those is that they're not exercise or you're not putting your body under stress. You're not forcing your body to fight or flight. And the fight or flight mechanism is what causes your body to be in peak physical condition because when you've got to put 100% effort into something, sprint, 100% effort into something, lift something heavy or fight, everything gets uh, produced, everything gets fired up, everything has to be at peak physical condition. So it's not about how long you exercise for. The question is if I want to get fit, how often do I get puffed so that I'm so out of breath that I can hardly breathe, which is what happens in that that initial sprint spurt to get away from the animal that's trying to kill you, get away from the stress, or turn and fight the stress. So if you want to be a germ bug virus fighting machine, you have to be really fit, which means you've got to get puffed on a regular basis. When you get puffed, you get fit. The beautiful thing about getting puffed, however, is it only takes about 10 seconds. From flat, from flat, so doing nothing, homeostasis, I've got a normal resting heart rate to get the hell out of there. If you go as hard as you possibly can after 10 seconds, that's the phosphate system system of energy, you now go, uh, that's, that's the initial sprint system. So how often in your life right now are you getting puffed? And then how long does it take you to recover from getting puffed? Because that will share with you very quickly how fit you are. So if you get puffed, it takes 10 seconds. Does it take three minutes to recover? Does it take three hours to recover? Does it take 20 seconds to recover? And the shorter the distance between I'm really puffed and my heart rate gets back to normal will share with you how fit you are. So if you want to be a germ bug and virus fighting machine, you've got to get puffed on a regular basis so that your body gets really fit then all of the systems work together to be really fit. That's your cardiovascular and respiratory system, central nervous system, endocrine system. They all work together to make sure that you get fit. Now, the interesting thing is, though, if you've got weak muscles and weak bones, you can't sprint. It, uh, you don't have the energy to do it for a start. So the next part is, are you really strong? Every muscle, every bone, every ligament, every tendon, every joint, and, of course, the immune system, which is built inside your bones, they all have to be really strong. So I always have a giggle when people talk to me about, oh, I don't want to do strength training because I don't want big muscles. And I, and I wish it was, I giggle because it's, I, I, otherwise I'd cry. You have to be strong. I'll reverse that. What if you're weak? What if you've got weak muscles? How can you fight anything, let alone a disease or a virus, if your body's in a weakened condition? And unfortunately, that's what happens when people uh, let their body go. They're not fit. They're not strong. They don't do anything. They become inactive. Their body breaks down. 
including their ligaments and joints and tendons and muscles and bones, immune system becomes weak. So your ability to do anything becomes really limited, including fighting diseases. So how do you get strong? Of course, you've got to overload every muscle and bone in your body. Uh, use as many muscles as you can at the same time. Keep going till you can't do any more. And if you think you can't do any more, maybe do one more, two more. And I'm talking about big exercises to get big results. Strength training doesn't have to be complicated. And I always share this, not because you need to do my program, but as an exercise professional and as a person who studies anatomy and physiology, all I've looked at, and you can too, of course, I itchy nose, uh, is how, how many exercises do I have to do to work every single muscle in my body? And ultimately, you could probably get away with two, one, maybe three at the most if you're an extra mile person. So if you do big pushing exercises, big pulling exercises and big leg exercises, you're going to use all the muscles in your body. You're going to fire up your endocrine system, your central nervous system, your musculoskeletal system, your cardiovascular and respiratory system. Your immune system will be strong. And of course, when all of those are working well together, your digestive system works well. And I'll use that example again. If you put a germ bug yuck in your mouth, and it goes into your digestive system. If you've got a strong immune system, it'll come out of your digestive system really quickly. Uh, if you've ever had that experience, I've had a couple in my life that I remember very clearly where I ate something and obviously had a germ in it. And within seconds, I was in the bathroom throwing up and pooing, which is awesome because I felt fantastic afterwards because I got rid of the germ really quickly. So to get strong, to get fit and strong, it's called overload. To get fit, you've got to get puffed, overload your heart and lungs. To get strong, you've got to overload all the muscles and bones in your body. So that's pretty easy. And it really is. It's a simple process of maybe 10 seconds of sprinting four, five, six, ten 10 times throughout the day. I'm a bit of an over, overachiever. I do four puffs an hour. So every, every hour I like to get up, get as puffed as I possibly can for 10 seconds and then go on my merry way. It's the first thing I do every morning. When I, as soon as I get up, straight on the cross trainer, get as puffed as I can for 10 seconds, get my breath back. Maybe I'm going to go back again. In 10, in 10 or 15 minutes time, but I do that throughout the day to stay puffed really easy. And then I lift something heavy once, maybe twice a week, and I do two, three exercises. Now, that's just a simple process to, to stay healthy, to stay fit and to stay strong so your body can be a German and virus and bug fighting machine. Awesome. Now, here's some other extras. I already talked about vitamin D, which is the sun. Are we getting outside? And even if you've been told to stay inside or even if you've got a job that's inside or even if you're constantly got to be, you know, it's difficult to get outside. Even if you put an alert on your watch that every 15 minutes you go and sprint for 10 seconds, but do it outside. Do jump squats for 10 seconds, but do them outside. Do some push-ups, but do them outside so that you're getting fresh air and sunshine so your body can produce vitamin D, which is the big immune system vitamin. If you want a strong immune system, you have to have the right levels of vitamin D. And it's again, it's not overload. If you get too much, it's not good. If you don't get enough, you'll have a weak immune system. <coughs> Excuse me. Obviously, water is really important. Uh, when it comes to a body that can flush out rubbish, obviously that comes from being hydrated. If you've got yellow stinky tinkles, it's a really good sign that your body's not clearing itself out. If you've got clear wee, it means that everything you put in is being flushed out. So a really good check. And it's just a health check. It's a hydration check. It's a, uh, is my brain going to work effectively because your brain's predominantly fluid? If you're dehydrated, things don't work well, including your immune system to fight germs, bugs, and viruses. So sunshine, fresh air, and hydration. How much water do you drink? It's a simple process. Long, clear wheeze. 
And then there's no complication of, is it two litres? Is it eight glasses? Do I have to drink water out of a filtration system? Do I have to drink water out of a plastic bottle versus out of a, uh, a spring from Hawaii or Fiji? Uh, it doesn't matter. Most of the fluid that we actually get comes from food anyway. So as long as you've got long, clear weeds, you're doing really well. So sunshine, fresh air, hydration. Then the other big germ killer for or antioxidant is vitamin C. Now, there's a lot of argument about where you should get your vitamin C from, but the quickest and easiest way, of course, is from fresh fruit. But sometimes, and I'll just use the example, uh, if you give somebody an orange, they usually end up in, in a bag somewhere or in a bowl somewhere and we, they go moldy and we throw them away. The beautiful thing about if you cut up an orange and give it to somebody, they'll eat it and enjoy it. And I've, I've used this as an example so many times with kids. I do it in an office situation. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm getting excited. Because I want to have a germ bug and virus fighting machine and I want to make sure that the rest of the world does too. Because when the whole world is controlled by a virus... Wouldn't it be nice to have a body that could fight it? Wouldn't that be awesome? Wouldn't it be great to have a natural immunity to germs, bugs, and viruses? So, quickest, easiest way to get vitamin C is to drink it. Now, when it comes to weight loss, when it comes to calories, when it comes to energy, when it comes to putting in too many calories, it is, of course, very easy to get too many calories from juice. Because eating one orange, that takes a process but you have a couple of glasses of juice and you have that three or four, five, six oranges, which is a hell of a lot more calories. But from a pure, I want to get vitamin C into my body, uh, I'm a, I just love the thought of getting stuff from, from real food rather than from a pill. And that goes for all the vitamins and minerals. Is it possible that it may not be the, the plastic pill in a plastic container made in a factory through a synthesized process may not be the best way to get our vitamins and minerals and phytochemicals and antioxidants. Now, there's a big argument there, and I'm not interested in that argument. But if we don't have vitamin C, which is a powerful antioxidant, then we're going to have some challenges. Now, the interesting thing with vitamin C, now that is a uh, water-soluble vitamin. Fat-soluble is in, obviously, vitamin D in your, in your fat. But vitamin C, if you get too much of it, you'll just pee it out which is a really cool place to be. If you get too much juice, you'll end up with too many calories and there may be a weight challenge there. But we need vitamin C. It's a powerful antioxidant to fight germs, bugs, viruses and diseases. So fresh air, sunshine, vitamin D, be fit, be healthy, be strong. Get some vitamin C. Now, <coughs> what's this for? This has been a really interesting uh, highly underrated, underestimated, powerful tool when it comes to killing germs. Now, uh, I've had a great dentist all of my life, and I'm very privileged that I've got. Um, I've, I look after my teeth, and I want to look after my teeth. How about you? Uh, but your teeth are part of your skeleton, and if you've got strong bones, you'll have good teeth, which means you also have a good immune system. I've really got some <coughs> something in my throat. I think it's because I'm excited about all of this. So this stuff, this is awesome because it kills germs. If you read the packet, kills 99.9% .9 of germs, alcohol-free, and 10 times stronger than something else. I don't know. 
I don't believe everything I read on a, on a container. But the beautiful dentists that I've had in my life have all shared some great things with me. Obviously, brush your teeth because that keeps your teeth clean and, and uh, less likely to get diseased or rotten. That's Obviously, that's a given. We do that since we're a child. Uh, only floss the teeth, teeth that you want to keep and always use a mouthwash. And that for me has always been about fresh breath and having a fresh mouth. But with this uh, new big drama now about viruses, uh, if you're constantly killing the germs inside your mouth, remember, and I'll, I'll go back a step, uh, have you heard of an ear, nose and throat specialist? Ear, nose and throat. I'll say it again, ear, nose and throat. It's a specialist that works together because those systems work together. So if you're constantly keeping your mouth clean, your throat clean, is it possible that could help with your ears and your nose? And I'm just sharing that as an interesting example of, I've got students all over the world and some of the countries that are fighting this virus that's going around the world, fighting, fighting flus, common cold, uh, have less cases of bad cold, bad flu, bad virus because they constantly use mouthwash. And there's some countries now where they're including in their virus pack daily mouthwash. So whether it works or not, and it makes sense to me that it does because it kills germs. And if you want to have a body that doesn't or doesn't have to fight germs, wouldn't it be good to kill them in your mouth before they get into your body? It just makes sense to me. So I've included in my virus-fighting, disease-fighting, injury-fighting pack of amazingness, be fit, be healthy, be strong, get fresh air, get sunshine, make sure you're hydrated, make sure you're getting vitamin C, and make sure that you keep your mouth clear of germs. Now... Uh, does this work? Well, I'm an old lady. <laughs> I used to get sick reasonably re regularly like most people. I'd have a cold or a flu once a year. Uh, I've had a couple of really bad flus in my life. And we all know when we've got the flu. We don't have to test for the flu, do we? We know when we're sick with the flu. We feel everything's achy and sick and weak and tired and runny nose, sore throat, all of that horrible stuff. There's plenty of drugs to take for that, of course. One of the interesting things, even when I've been sick in my life, is I've always exercised to keep my circulation going so that I can make sure that I'm getting rid of the germs and, and toxins in my body. Now, you don't, I'm not suggesting that you do that. What I am suggesting now is this, though. That since I've had all of this in place, I can't remember the last time I was sick. And I go to some countries where there's lots of germs and bugs and viruses and diseases. I've had a couple of uh, close calls, as I shared, with food poisoning. But I haven't had a cold or a flu or a sore throat or a runny nose for as long as I can remember. I'm going to say about 10 years now. It's been a really long time. Uh, and the last but not least of all of that is this thing called positive attitude. And I get accused on a regular basis of this being a bit silly. Like, well, you can't have a positive attitude and not get sick. But one of the biggest killers in the world is stress. When your body's under stress, everything slows down, everything is weaker, everything is challenged. Uh, if you don't disperse the stress out of your body, which most people don't because they don't exercise and they don't get puffed and they don't lift heavy, so they don't sprint and they don't bite. So constant, the, the stress drugs are now circulating through their body and that's, of course, where we get elevated heart rate, elevated blood pressure, high blood sugar levels, high cholesterol levels because instead of dispersing all of those with, with high-intensity activity, high-intensity exercise, uh, we don't do anything, we just stress. So... 
you could do all of this and have a negative attitude and I'm not really sure that it's going to work. If I say, hello, Broody, that's little Broody saying, I'm now 20 years of age, probably one of the oldest living dogs. Uh, the Guinness Book of Records, I think, is 32 for a dog. He's getting, we're, gonna, we're telling him every day, you're going to live the longest ever, ever, ever. Uh, fresh air, sunshine, positive attitude, healthy food, all that stuff. He's been doing that all of his life. Ha ha. So if I, if I tell myself every year, I always get a flu in winter or I always get a cold uh, or I've been out in the rain and I'm going to get a cold now because I got wet. Is it possible that our brain, our, our connection in our brain uh, will set us up for being sick if we tell ourselves we're going to be sick. Now, the reverse of that is uh, every time I've ever felt a little bit stressed, a bit weak, a bit out of sorts, I've put all of these into, like, I'm, they're always in place, but I'm really focused on, am I puffing on a regular basis? Am I lifting heavy on a regular basis? Am I drinking the, the amount of water I need to drink? Am I getting vitamin C? Am I eating a, a large variety of vitamins, minerals, phytochemicals, and antioxidants? And every time I've been sick in the past, I've always said this, I'm thankful for being sick because it's a really good uh, kick up the backside to say, Rowie, obviously something that you're doing isn't working because if, if your body was really sick, it can, it's really healthy, it can fight sick. So I want to be the, the germ, bug, virus, disease-fighting machine. How about you? So first of all, do I need to tell myself I am going to be that? And then what are the things that I need to put into place to make sure that I am? And I'll ask the question again, if you are the healthiest you can possibly be, if you are the fittest you can possibly be, if you are the strongest you can possibly be, if you are always hydrated, long, clear weeds, if you're always getting all the vitamins, minerals, and phytochemicals that you need, if you're getting fresh air and sunshine every day, and if you're killing off any germ that does get into your mouth with a mouth mouthwash a couple of times a day, is it possible that your body could fight whatever comes along? And even more importantly, if you're mentally tough and you're mentally strong, is it possible that whatever attacks you, you've got more likelihood of, of killing it and fighting it? Uh, I don't ever want to fall down in a heap saying, oh, I'm sick and I can't handle it and, and this disease has got to me. Whatever thing hits me, I want to have a body that can fight it mentally and physically tough and strong so I can fight it. So if that's you, uh, this is I'm just sharing with you my... my uh, pack of virus and disease and germ fighting product uh, whatever you decide to do could it could it be important to have a a pack of virus fighting equipment could it be important to have a body that can fight germs bugs viruses and diseases in whatever way you choose to do that I always ask this question if you're a parent if you're a teacher if you're a coach if you're a boss if you're a leader do we focus on the germ bug virus or disease or do we focus on our ability to fight any challenge that comes across our path? And how do we get our kids ready to do that? Do we set our kids up for, oh, you have to, you're going to be sick in winter because it's cold, or you're going to get a cold because you go out in the rain, or you're going to always pick up germs and bugs and viruses, so we're going to give you pills. And there's plenty of pharmaceuticals to fight germs, bugs and viruses, plenty of drugs. But what if there weren't any drugs? Would your body still be able to fight the tough things that come along? And that's my big question. I want to be the example, the living, breathing example for our kids, that we can have a healthy, fit, strong body and a tough, strong mental attitude and fight anything that comes along because we've got a body that is healthy, fit and strong. How about you?